I'm no longer bound, I'm no longer chained, I'm no longer captive, no longer restrained. Delivered, set free, and free to be me. Let me introduce myself. Welcome to Be the Light with Pastor Zakir Robinson. In this show, I interviewed Richard and Elizabeth Alberson. They talk about their marriage journey and how God saved their marriage. They also talk about their ministry called Live the Life. So if you have a struggling marriage or maybe you just want to enhance your marriage, tune in because this is a show you don't want to miss. My name is Frida. Welcome everybody to Be The Light. I'm super excited about today. I have no idea. I have Richard and Elizabeth Alberson. <laughs> I used to work for Live The Life and these were, these are the founders, the the boss. Okay, we miss you. We miss you, Zakia. Yeah. It's not the same there without your smiling face. Hey, I'm telling you, I, I'm always available. <laughs> but um, I met these two because I came on board with Live The Life and I was Basically, I kind of started as just an assistant, just helping Doug out. And then I gradually moved up to being able to be coordinator for the student program. And so um, what I love about these two is that they are very open about marriage. Okay. Starting marriage. I mean, they had talked about their own struggles. They have this thing, awesome program called um, Adventures in Marriage, where they help struggling marriages, not just struggling marriages, but marriages that is in the military, which is a need. Um, and so before we get there, I want y'all to kind of just talk about what was your journey. Um, a lot of people that listen to the show know we talk about journeys and how people came to Christ, but we want to talk about your marriage journey because there's a reason why you have lived a life. And so whoever wants to start is fine. What was the journey in your marriage? What did it start? How was it? And where are you headed? Well, I believe that God invites us to become who we were meant to be. Mm. And so that's been, that's been part of the journey for me. And it started... You know, something that we're celebrating 35 years of wow. marriage this year. And, but about 30 years ago, it wasn't so good. You know, things were not good. And the first marriage class Elizabeth and I ever went to, um, was at our church. It was Gary Smalley's Love is a Decision, mm -hmm. which uh, some people might have heard of. And it's been, it's been around forever. And one of the questions they would ask you is, how would you rate your marriage on a scale of one to 10? And so I gave it a 9.5 because, <laughs> you know, I won all the arguments. And so I thought we had a great marriage. And Elizabeth, gave it a two. And I was like, honey, 10 is the high score. You know, one is the low score. And she's like, I know. And we're teaching the class. We're the leaders of this class at the church. And Put the video in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I was not happy about this. So, I mean, I get, in the, I get home that night and I got out a legal pad and I started to write down all kinds of suggestions and ideas for how Elizabeth could improve her scores, that she mm. could get her scores up. I had all kinds of suggestions on how she could become a better wife. So you thought it was Elizabeth's Oh, of course. It wasn't me. I'm, she's the one that gave it a two. I gave it a 9.5. She just needs to get with the program and we can have a great marriage. So... I do what so many of us do when we're when we're in our marriage. We love to point the finger at the other person mm -hmm. and what they're doing wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nobody ever wants to look in the mirror, you know, when we're dealing with with issues in the marriage or issues in relationships. So that that strategy totally backfired. Mm -hmm. uh, it got to the point where she said, if things didn't change, she wanted a divorce. Mm. I'm like, what are you talking about? You don't have biblical grounds for divorce. You know, there's no, you know, I use the Bible. Right. I tried oh, to I use the Bible. Uh, yeah, that, that, that <laughs> didn't work. That strategy didn't work. And I thought, you know, my life kind of flashed before my eyes. And I realized 
I was going to become a different person. Mm-hmm. My whole life would turn out differently. We had two little kids at the time, Ashley and Rachel. Mm-hmm. Their lives are going to be completely changed and, you know, abruptly disrupted. Uh, her life is going to be different. Everything that I had planned, why are you messing up all these plans that I had, right? right. It's all her fault. So... Mm-hmm. None of that worked, but it was kind of like one of those defining moments. We all have those defining moments in our lives, and those things happen to us. And that's where I got on my knees and I started to pray. I'm like, Lord, is this what you had for me? Is this was this the plan you had for me? I'm like, this does not seem like the, the trajectory that I was on. This is right. a and um and I realized I learned I had to like slow down. Like I'm going to lose everything that matters to me mm-hmm. if I don't figure this out. Everything I care about, I'm going to lose it, and I don't want that. Right. And so, and I'm like, and I don't understand why she doesn't think I'm a great husband, because I'm a great husband, you know? <laughs> and if I'm not a great husband, okay, what do I need to do to become that? Because I didn't know how. Mm-hmm. And most people don't know how. The more we do this, and you've seen it with your own eyes, people just don't know how, because they were never raised with this. No one ever told them. No one, right. They didn't have a good example of this growing up. So how in the world can you expect them when they never learned it? And I was going to ask that, because I know a little bit about, about the background with your parents and stuff. Do you think that played a huge role and how you started your family, you know, just seeing how your mom and dad was. And then you kind of like transitioned to your own family and using yep. those same. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because I saw what I grew up. My mom and dad did not have the best marriage. I mean, I love my mom and dad. They mm-hmm. were married for 60 years. Wow. So yeah. but but they didn't have a great marriage. Right. And they didn't do it well. And I saw my dad. So all I knew was what not to do. <laughs> I'm not going to do what my dad did, you know, yelling and screaming at my mom and, you know, just belittling her. And it was just, you know, that I, like, I know not to do that. Right. But I didn't know what to do. Okay. I did have a good role model in my mom of how to be a good parent. So I'm like, okay, I do have kind of a roadmap there how to be a good parent. Well, so being a good parent, she's over there going, well, okay, I'm glad the kids are getting some attention. I'm glad the kids are getting uh, all this love and attention. Well, because I saw that growing up, I did know how to do that. I just didn't know how to do the husband part because I never saw that. So we had to become students. We had to both learn and we had to read books. I read lots of books. I like listened to lots of tapes and videos and I just did everything like a sponge, try to find out as much as I could mm. about how to do this the right way. There, there's got to be a better way, right. you know? Right. So that was kind of a defining moment for her, but she can tell you her perspective. I was just about <laughs> yeah. to ask that. So you scoring the, doing these scores, you put it at a two. What was going through your mind once, he st- once you noticed he was making a check? list for you like what were you thinking like I was thinking there's no way to win I was thinking I'm never going to be good enough and mm-hmm. I grew up in a home with an alcoholic father and I'm not saying he was terrible but he was an mm-hmm. alcoholic father so you walked on eggshells and you were never you're always kind of worried am I enough you know and I didn't want to live that way the rest of my life I didn't want to I just didn't want to have that pressure I mm-hmm. just it wasn't worth it to me so I didn't want to get a divorce either but I just wasn't going to live the way we were. So it's interesting that you talk about on your show, you're very often talking about their, your journey to faith. Yes. That was a huge part of my journey to faith because at the time, I was certainly not where I should be in my faith. And I got to the end of myself and said, you know what, Lord, you've got to meet me every step of the way. And I'm so thankful that he really did. So because I really didn't feel like I had an option to leave because I didn't want my mom raising my kids. Not that she's not a great parent, but. I wanted to raise my kids. So I'm so thankful that I said, okay, Lord, I don't have anybody to turn to but you. And he really, really did meet both of us. So you do you feel like even though y'all had like these these issues, I don't want to say small issues because they was, you know, I wasn't in it. But even though you had these issues, you felt like they, it brought you closer to God. 
hundred percent. Okay, oh, yes. awesome, awesome, absolutely. And then also, I wanted to ask you, um, um, Richard, was one of the things that you were talking about was you started to take in a lot of like information. Is that how you started to like God started to speak to you? Like, hey, you're getting ready to this. You're ready to be like. Not, I don't even call it a business. This is about to be a ministry. We're getting ready to turn this into a ministry. When did you realize that, okay, this is an issue across the board? Like, right. it's not just me. This is all over. Like, how do we fix this? What was that like for you? Like, when did God start speaking to your heart about making it a ministry? Well, the the first the first priority was to minister to my own family. That was like say I that one more time <laughs> to minister to my own family. <laughs> yes, because I that was the starting point. Mm-hmm. I, I have to get me right, mm-hmm. right? I got to work on me. I got to stop pointing the finger at her. What do I need to learn from this, Lord? What is it you want to teach me? Mm-hmm. And so I would ask him, Okay, Lord, what do you want to teach me? I obviously have a lot to learn about what it is to be a good husband, a good father, all of these things, a better man. So I just went on that hunt, and I was like a I was like a sponge. Look, I'm open. I am. Re- Receptive to whatever you want to teach me, I want to learn. Yeah. And so I did that first. And then as that happened, we dodged that bullet and we ended up, we get, we went into a better place. And so there was, there was a moment where at that church that we were working at, I was, I was uh, being fired by the pastor. Mm-hmm. And here I am doing a, in my mind, again, thinking I'm doing a great job and I'm, my world was turned upside down. Uh, the, the pastor was very egocentric and he was very competitive. And I, I substitute preached for him one day mm-hmm. and all these people called in and said, can we have more of that young guy oh, wow. in the pulpit? And I thought, well, oh, that's good. I, I must have done a good job, but no. That was not good because everyone wants the young guy to start preaching. And I'm, and so I thought that was a feather in the cap. Like, well, I, I did well. I did my, I made the right. church. I'm advancing the kingdom of Christ, right? Mm-mm. So the pastor's goal from that day forward was to get rid of me. Wow. Cause I was competitive and I wasn't competing, but in his mind, you know, he, he it was, was he, insecure. Yeah. Exactly. So it was, I was a threat. Mm-hmm. So he, he got rid of me. And so in that process, I'm like, Oh, great. So I'm struggling in my marriage. <laughs> Obviously I had that all backwards. And here I am. One thing I'm really good at is I'm a hard worker and I make things happen and I get things done. So I'm an asset here. No, you're wrong about that too. Mm. Uh, you're about to get fired. So my world was like totally unraveling. And I'm like, Lord, what, what am I supposed to do in the midst of all this? This is extremely mm-hmm. difficult. And so I had a guy named Bill. Matthews, who was kind of a mentor to me at the at the church at the time, he said, Richard, you need to go home and tell Elizabeth that you're going to lose your job. I'm like, are you out of your mind? <laughs> We're in the middle of a struggle. She's already saying she wants a divorce. Now she finds out I'm going to lose my job. I'm just this you know unemployed loser. You can't keep a wife. You can't keep a job. You know, I, you're out of your mind. He right. says, son, you know, he's older, wiser. <laughs> you need to go home and tell your wife everything. I'm like, that is the worst advice I have ever. I'm sitting there. I'm so I'm driving home, and I'm like, I'm not doing this. I'm not. Lord, do you want me to do this? I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Lord is. So I, I wrestled the entire drive home, and I'm like, Well, what else do I have to lose? Right. I mean, I'm going to lose everything. So I said, Okay. So I went and I sat down with Elizabeth, and I told her, Well, on top of everything else we're dealing with, new information. You know, we're I'm going to lose my job, mm. and she was like, That's all. Wow. You're just going to lose yeah. your job, honey? We can work through that. You'll, someone's going to hire you in a heartbeat. You're, we're not going to have trouble get, finding a job. I thought it was something else. I thought there was more stress between us. Mm. And I'm like, really? You, yeah, we can fight with it. She says, I was wondering why your, 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 your fuse was this long and why, you know, Rachel spills some spaghetti on the floor and you're all upset. You never used to get upset about that kind of Now you're like, 
Right. And I thought there was something but even more that I didn't even know about. It's just you losing your job. Oh, okay. Well, we'll, we'll just fight that together. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's your reaction to me telling you? Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> it was the wise thing to do. But it's counterintuitive. Most people... They want to, they want to, they want to, especially when things are going bad, they want to withdraw and pull back and mm-hmm. cover up and hide and not do. Whereas opening up and right. confiding and being honest and being real, that's actually the antidote a lot of times. So mm-hmm. I did that. And that's, that really was when things started to turn because yeah. now we're fighting together right. this issue and, and moving forward. And that was really kind of a big, big turning point. Do you, do you think a lot of people probably don't know what the DTR is, but it's called daily temperature reading. Do you think that is what helped you with the daily temperature reading to just be able to unload everything? So, cause like you, you were just like, okay, you think it's something bigger. And it's just, okay, I'm not going to say just a job loss, but it was a job <laughs> loss. But you're thinking like, this has something to do with me. What did I do wrong? Because exactly. a lot of times, like, for instance, you use the example of um, like the, the door slams. And then all day your spouse is walking around the house or thinking like, oh, my God, the door slammed. What are they mad at me about? They're sure they know. It's right. because of this, that or the other. They're sure. Right. But then they just come to find out it was just the wind that caught the door. And, then, yep, we're <laughs> and it's change like our lives right. because we thought he's mad. Correct. And they're like, mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't mad at you. That was just the wind. Did you realize the window was <laughs> open? As soon as I shut the door, the whole door slammed. And so um, explain, because I know this is something that you do um, when, when we I say we're because sometimes I'm at the adventures in marriage. Um, you explain the DTR. And we don't want to give y'all everything because if you want to go through this, you have to be there. <laughs> and so, but there's um, a few things. Just name a couple of your favorites uh, out of the DTR that y'all do. Okay. Just a couple. Well. Because we want people to pay for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think um, one thing I, I would say relates to both what he was talking about and the DTR is humility. Mm-hmm. And um, he was willing to humble himself mm-hmm. and in- include me and allow us to kind of um, look at things together. And so he thought I'd be upset with him when in reality, when he shared his life with me, that just made me all the more bonded to him mm-hmm. and willing to face anything together and, um, and, and really just have God on our side because that was huge. But as far as the DTR, that is one of my favorite things we teach. <laughs> and, um, I would say if you are willing to, do something new that you aren't used to doing. And it takes humility to take out that silly card and spend time deliberately together, connecting on a much deeper level Mm -hmm. um, and creating. That's like a secret to how you can, most people don't have a safe place. Most people on this earth don't have a safe place with anybody, much less their spouse. But that's really a secret ingredient to creating a safe place in your marriage. So it's a come to our class because you could find one of the secrets of the universe. You never know. (laughs) Yeah. And I definitely say Eric and I still use those. There would be times I'm like, okay, I have a complete request for change. (laughs) 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 Or I just name one, you know, after us doing it so much, it's just like now we kind of automatically is already in the routine of doing it throughout the day. We just do it all. We do a daily temperature all day long. Without even realizing All the time. It just becomes part of the way you talk to each other. Yep. And I was just teaching over um, one of the schools out in Gaston County. And one of the things I was telling them is that, you know, communication, okay, is number one. That's really the key to mm-hmm. a lot of this. Yep. And I was telling them that a lot of people, they have a, an issue with communication because of the way either they were brought up or maybe it's just not something that they have seen. So it's uncomfortable when you get into situations. And so I was saying, you know, you have to be able to verbalize how you feel. 
Okay. Even you introverted people, you have to verbalize <laughs> how you feel. Especially introverted people. <laughs> yes. Right? Right. They hold right. it they in. Hold it in. Yep. They hold it, it in. It makes you vulnerable. Yes. It does make you vulnerable. It does. And so y'all on this journey, repairing the marriage. Okay. Now, ding, the light comes on. This needs to be a class. Right. Okay. That's were right. you were were you right on board with it or did you kind of have like some second dials? Like what, what were your thoughts on it? Well, because we got to the point where we were both looking to Christ, um, as we were going through this journey, lots of things happened, but I really did feel here we had a brand new six month old. Um, and I was like, you know, I think we need to start live the life which I don't even know if we had a name for it at that point now. And Rich was like, Oh, we've just got this one more thing at work. I've got this one more thing, you know, <laughs> and if it wasn't for this one thing, I said, well, Lord, I think the Lord's making it pretty clear. We need to start this. And um, his one thing got blown out of the water. So yeah. we really didn't have any other <laughs> roadblocks, but it actually for once in our life, I was the one that was more willing to go out and jump off a crazy cliff with a brand, with four children, one of whom was only six months old at the time. And that's hard to just say, this is going to be my job. I'm going to take this head on. Like, how was that as as the lead of the family, the husband? Like, okay, I'm about to start this. Right. With no savings, <laughs> no rich <laughs> no. uncle that's going to bail you out, you know, <laughs> no. no deep pockets anywhere. It's wow. really, you're totally relying on the Lord. And so mm-hmm. that is, uh, that's a place. And normally I'm the one that's willing to jump off that cliff and be the one to say, okay, I'll, I, Lord, I trust you. Okay, let's do it. Mm-hmm. But we did realize through that process, you know, most people just don't know how to be married. Mm-mm. They don't have the first idea. And so, you know what? We could, we could probably save some marriages if we just show them there's a better way to do this. There's a much better way to do this. You don't have to go through this agony. Most divorces can be avoided. You, now, yeah. you can't save all of them. Look, we're in a fallen, broken world, right? Mm-hmm. But so many of them don't have to happen if they would just learn how to do it the right way. Right. So we just kept looking at each other like, well, this is something that we should share with the world, right? We should share with others. And at the time, it was just in Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. We're thinking, oh, well, we'll do it in Tallahassee, right? Right. And um, little signs along the way, like we're, at, we're, we're working, we're volunteers with our youth at the church, and they bring in a guest speaker, and he's talking about, you know, the the, the story of, of, of Peter out in the water in the storm, and, you know, and then uh, Jesus comes out in the stormy weather and come out here, and, and then he says, you know, the safest place on that lake was not on the boat, mm-hmm. where it was safe and dry and secure. The safest place in that storm was out in the water with Jesus. Yeah. That was the safest place. And I'm like, because <laughs> this is when we're de- deliberating whether we should do this the safest place is not in my safe secure job mm. where I have a 401k and I have health insurance and I have dental plan and I have all this wonderful benefits and I'm making good money that's not where the safe place mm-hmm. is the safe place is out in the storm with Jesus and I'm like can't really argue with that because that's in the Bible. That's, yeah, that really is the safest place. But we have four mouths to feed and we have, you know, so you think those things. And normally I'm the one that jumps and she's like, hey, we have four mouths to feed. But in this case, she was the one that was like, mm. honey, it's so obvious the Lord keeps giving us sign after sign after sign. And we could write a whole book about the signs that we got along the way. But the, when when she did that... <laughs> I, I said, well, if it wasn't for this one thing, and then the Lord a week later removed that one thing, I'm like, well, obviously you want us to do this. <laughs> I mean, it, you couldn't make it any clearer. Right. So we 
I gave two weeks notice mm-hmm. when that happened, and that's when we started Live Alive. And that's 25 crazy. years ago. Wow. 25, 25 years. 25 years. Saving Can you marriages. believe that? Oh, yes. my gosh. That's so cool. God yes. is so good. It's been quite a roller coaster ride. I must say, I definitely can relate when God is asking you to leave a job, a secure mm-hmm. place, because that's what happened <laughs> Where here. you love the people you work with. <laughs> yes. And they love you, Zekia. Uh-huh. And they I'm think so the world you. of you and your family. You know? <laughs> it was hard. It was so hard, because like God was already like talking to me. And he just kept saying, like, even before I actually took it, you know, took and went out. Um, I just kept hearing, like, one day I was just at the office working, you know, for you guys. And um, I just heard, I was like, okay, God, just give me the name. And one day I'm randomly writing. I just heard, be the light. I was like, be the light. And I was like, oh, my God, you gave me the name. <laughs> like, be the light. And then he was like, you know, then he started telling me, you're going to contact Doug. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. You're going to get on the radio. I had these plans for a whole year. Mm-hmm. I would not move on it because mm-hmm. I was terrified because this I, is like, I know that feeling. you're asking me to leave a place that's helping paying rent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we have kids, sure. we have bills. And it's, it's, it's uh, helping, it's advancing the kingdom yeah. of Christ. Yeah. So it's, I was you know, just like, I was confused. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but what am I saying is that some of you, God may have been asking you to stop a certain place and you're quite not understanding why, but it's to further what he has in you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes God sends us to um, a certain situation or just a certain area for a particular time. Who knows? Maybe it's to learn a skill set. Maybe it's to build your encouragement. I don't know. Maybe it's so you can see how a true a, a business really operate. Yep. Who knows what it was for? But even now, like I'm still, you know, I'm still do- serving for the students. Mm-hmm. I'm still involved. Um, but I'm going to be honest, like anytime God asks you to do something is truly on faith, especially <laughs> when he's telling you to leave a job that is like taking care of things. And what God reminds Reminded me in that was that you not know I signed those checks behind the scene. <laughs> it's like that's right. I guess that's you're right. right. You do. That's right. That's exactly <laughs> and so, right. um. I wanted to talk about the military, okay, because you serve the military. Who knows who may hear this? Um, maybe it could be a military <clears throat> base, somebody that runs across it. But how do people get in contact with you when it comes to, like, not just military, but maybe they want you to come to the church and do a, a program? How do people get in contact with you? What does that look like right now? Well, they they just go to livethelife.org, mm-hmm. you know, go to the website and plug in there or just call us, uh, 850 850- Six six eight thirty seven hundred, and and we'll talk to him. What's cool about now is, you know, in the early when we first started, we had to go out and knock on doors, mm. and we had to go, you know, cold calls and go meet with churches, total strangers. Who are you? Live life. Who's that? <laughs> They've never heard of us. Who are you? They don't know anything about you. And so, well, I don't know, you know. And so there was like we always had the saying, "Go with the goers." Mm. You go with the goers. Yeah. Some people are going to go with you, Zakia, and some people aren't. You're right. The ones that won't go, you pick up your feet, you dust off your sandals, and you go on to the next one, right? You just mm-hmm. you go with the goers. So that was our philosophy. We're not going to worry about, oh, if we only had this church or if we only had mm-hmm. this, you know, Christian philanthropist in town that would underwrite this or if we only had this or that. You don't worry about that. You, you, you're, you're faithful to what you do. God provides. You go with the goers yeah. because that's the ones that he's, that are listening to him and that are there to do that with you. So what's cool about now, 25 years later, is we almost never, very rarely, do we go out and say, hey, would you be interested in doing this? And we've got this program. They come to us and they'll they'll pick up the phone, they'll call us, they'll email us and say, we heard about this. Mm. We saw some data. We saw some research. I just We just had a guy come to our Hope Weekend who's from the Pentagon. He's in the mm-hmm. Pentagon. In D.C., he had seen some of the research that had come in from the Air Force bases. Mm -hmm. He saw the 3,000 people that have gone through this program. And he's like, look at this data. 
And this is not just one thing. This is over seven years. Wow. He's like, well, I want to check this out. So he ends up coming to our Hope Weekend, mm-hmm. and it saved his marriage. Wow. He's like, this is for real. This is for real. We didn't have to do anything. He found us. So that's why the Lord now at this stage is kind of cool because it's a different. Now it's like, how do we replicate ourselves? Because there's not enough of us to go around. Right. We need more staff. More we need more people doing this mm-hmm. and more people out. So we're in the, we're training people. We're training people to go. We just had this last weekend. We're calling it, you shirt somebody. You know, we gave him the shirt with the logo, you know, with our live life logo. He got shirted this weekend. So he went through the whole process. Now he is ready to go. So Elizabeth and I don't have to go to that next one. Right. And so now. Busy almost we can't, we can't do it. There's right. just not enough. And we don't want to give up our marriage and our family by being on the road all the time, right? right. So so having those other people trained, and now they go out. Right. And they Absolutely. love it, and they're good at it, and they represent us well. So it's kind of cool. It's just a different place, you know, on this, mm-hmm. on this other side of it. It's kind of fun. Right. So let's talk about what else is out there. You just talked about Hope Weekend. So mm-hmm. pe- most people may not know what Hope Weekend is. And so explain to us what is Hope Weekend. You want to do that one? Sure. Hope Weekend is, it's a weekend that people, most people that come to it have just given up. They're, they're kind of, it's just our last ditch effort. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when they come, they've very often filed for a divorce, yeah. but 85%, over 85% of the people that go through Hope Weekend tear up their divorce papers by the end of the weekend. Um, so it is an extremely intense weekend, but it gives hope. That doesn't mean it's the end of the process, but it's a huge step forward in the process. Um, and just this past weekend, we had a couple that came through the Hope Weekend, and we took them out to dinner. We didn't lead the Hope Weekend, but they had stayed at our house because they're from the military, and we just happened to work that out with them. But anyway, so we went out to dinner with them, and she looked at us, and she said, we're just kind of talking, talking. It kind of gets silent for a second. She looks and she says, you know, you guys have changed our lives. You've changed our children's lives. You've changed generations because this has changed our, our whole marriage and our whole life. And that, you know, we thought, well, that's kind of what we do, what we do. It's been so crazy. She's got tears in her eyes. Oh, just, can we just pause absolutely. for a minute? Can we just pause for a minute? I need y'all to hear this. Mm. And it was just like, wow, that was so encouraging. Really you know, that, that, that makes you keep going even mm. on the days where you don't want to. Right, oh, yeah. right. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah, exactly. we have. The Lord has been so kind because you, you don't always know the fruit. You know, you don't always mm-hmm. see and you're not and you're not. The Lord doesn't promise that he's going to show you the fruit all the time. Right. right? So uh, but that's kind of cool that we do get to see that, have those front row seats. And it is incredibly encouraging. It makes you want to go out and do it again right. and again because you are making a difference and you making a difference in, in uh, Gadsden County. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen the charts, but we just got some charts from mm-hmm. the Florida Department of Health. And we've been tracking the teen pregnancy rates mm-hmm. across the state of Florida and the bacterial STDs, which is just a fancy way of saying chlamydia, gonorrhea, syphilis, right? Mm-hmm. And so Gaston County has been the worst county, as you know, for yeah. the past 50 years. Yeah. Really high. So all across the country, uh, all across Florida, the teen pregnancy rate has been dropping, just wow. kind of gradually dropping. But in Gaston County, it's been going up, 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 up. And then all of a sudden, three years ago, it started going down, 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 down. Mm-hmm. Zakia, what's the only difference? What has changed in the last 10 years in Gadsden County? What's changed in the last 50 years? So it was going up, 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 up. What has changed? What's the only difference between now and 10 years ago? 
What I would say is that because we're in the schools, yes, <laughs> we're teaching them how to have healthy relationships. Just for instance, um, a young lady, we were talking about some different things. We were talking about relationship red flags mm-hmm. and we were talking about toxic relationships and then the thought of um, people being molested and raped and stuff like mm-hmm. that came up. And we were talking about that. And do you not know at the end of the class, she this one individual individual student came up to me. She waited to say everybody left and she came up to me. She was like, well. Does this mean a person been raped? If they hold you down, you're saying no and you just give up and you just let them do it just because of the simple fact that you, they're too strong. I looked at her in my, her face and I said, I want to let you know if that happened to you, then yes, that is what that is. Mm-hmm. And so um, the thing is, if I wasn't there and if, the, if that other individual student didn't start talking about that, then she would have never been able to get the answer that she needed because she was looking at, oh, because I gave in. It's okay. And it I said, okay. no, it's it, not okay. It was, it was, because yeah. at first you no, were struggling. It's no big deal. Right. No, it's a huge deal. Yeah. That and then never no one talks about it. Mm-hmm. No one's talking about it. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and I could tell like, like she's, she's got a good head on her shoulder. She's always answering and, and asking questions and putting her, you know, interjecting. And so for me to see that from her, I, I'm going to be honest, I least expected that, mm-hmm. you know, because she had a lot of information. She mm-hmm. knows a lot. So I was like, somebody's teaching her. But, um, and that's why I do what I do. You know, so we have the student program. Mm-hmm. We have Hope Weekend. Okay, so let's well, talk I gotta about. You, I got to give you one more though, because it okay. wasn't it wasn't just the teen pregnancy rates. It was also the bacterial STDs. Both of those things. Mm-hmm. Slow gradual drop for teenagers across Florida, just mm-hmm. slowly dropping. Natural, not in Gaston County, but in the last three years, the STDs dropped mm-hmm. three years in a row. Wow. Boom, boom, boom. And the only difference is. That we're in all those schools, whereas three years ago, nobody was doing nobody. this in any of those schools. Yeah. Nobody was helping those kids. And now I hope that I should I should email you those because that'll encourage you like, wow, we really are making a difference with these kids in one of the worst counties in Florida, one of the poorest counties in Florida mm-hmm. with the highest teen pregnancy rates. We're making a difference. That's yeah. a wonderful feeling. It really is because just teaching, you know, I ain't gonna lie. I pray before I go in. I'm like, God, go before me. <laughs> Make the crooked way straight because yesterday I literally had to stop in the midst of my second period. And I was just like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I have to sit here. We pick up tomorrow. We pick up where we left off. I think I had like 15 minutes left, but they were rude. They were cussing. They, I mean, they were doing everything in the, in, in the Bible that you should not be doing. <laughs> that says not to do. They were doing. And I just sat there. I was just like, you know, I, I really believe that it got a lot to do with them not being heard. So they come to school, they act out so that they can get attention. And then it, it was just crazy. But today I came and I'm not going to lie. I prayed before I went in. I asked God to make the crooked way straight. I asked God that those that's dealing with issues, if you can at least, you know, I wasn't really praying for these students so mm-hmm. i'm not just in there just to teach i'm looking at certain ones and saying i know that there's something going on with that one that one that one i'm going home and i'm praying for them mm-hmm. which is what y'all do when right. people go to hope mm-hmm. weekend oh yeah people come to adventures mm-hmm. in marriage y'all sending out prayer requests mm-hmm. like hey there's a struggling couple mm-hmm. we need y'all to pray for them yep. and so um to me it's more than just teaching it's it's ministry for me obviously i can't go in there and talk about god but i can go home and i can pray for them mm-hmm. and i'm telling you today all of them was really listening today <laughs> and i was like okay who knew on day six almost half <laughs> more than halfway done mm-hmm. they're ready to listen but um then you know at the end you got kids coming up like oh thank you mrs robinson that there even though they seemed like they wasn't listening yeah they were listening they were listening a lot more than listening. you realized they yep. were even yeah. taking some was taking notes and so um I want to talk about the other two programs you have. You have a Start Smart. Mm-hmm. Okay. You want to talk about the Start Smart or sure. Miss Elizabeth, if you want to talk about it, whoever. 
Well, it's one of my favorite programs too, because if you want to, if you want to have fun, do start smart because (laughs) that's when the couples are are just thinking nothing's ever going to happen to me and all that kind of stuff. But the, and they, and they're, you go through and they're willing to listen. They're willing to try everything. Um, But what's really, really valuable about start smart is when you go through it with a a couple Mm -hmm. and uh, you get to know that couple when you actually do hit that bump in the road, which everybody's going to hit. For the 25, well, almost 25 years that we've been doing Start Smart, um, the couples that have gone through with us and come back to us when both were willing to get help. And I'm not saying everybody that's gone through Start Smart is still married, but those who are willing to come back mm-hmm. and get help are still married. Yeah. So that's pretty cool because it it uh, it really is nice to have someone who's there not for the wife or the husband, but for the marriage. marriage. And um so that's that's what I love about Start Smart. So because you establish a relationship with them and they're in your home mm-hmm. and they calm down and they realize, okay, you know, there's a couple of older couple. You're just trying to love on them and give them hope and also give them a resource that's not mom and dad. That's right. neutral. Yes. Just cares about them and, and got, getting to know them just because of who they are. Right. And so we asked them in the last session, we asked them to commit to us, to promise us. When you hit that bump in the road, when you before you call an attorney and file for divorce, before you move assets around and do stupid things, and mm-hmm. before you do something crazy, will you promise just to come back and talk to us? Because mm-hmm. you know we're, we're not your parents, because your parents are not neutral. <laughs> you know, come back, we'll talk to us, and we'll whatever it is, we'll help you walk through it. We'll walk through that with you together. And one hundred percent of the couples that come back, mm-hmm. they're still married. That's good. That's great. Not all of them remember to come back. That's the thing. They give you their word. They look you in the eye. They sign it and say, oh, yeah, we'll come back. Mm-hmm. And then, and that just breaks my heart because we would have helped them. Yeah. What if, whatever it was, we would have helped them get over that bump. Mm-hmm. So, But the ones that do come back, and about half of them come back, mm-hmm. all of them are still married. That's, that's kind of cool. That's, yeah. that's how the Lord works, right? And so some of you may be like, what really is Start Smart? Start Smart, looks like they explained, it's a program. Well, I'll... For me, I'm going to be honest, even when I started to, um, I don't want to say teach to, um, teach start smart, but even when I started to see couples, me and my husband started to see the coach. couples and coaching. Yes, that's the word mentor. coach. Yes. When we started to mentor, I was like, man, I wish I had this oh, because I'm going to tell you, I, I, it's better. It's better than premarital counseling. I've been through premarital counseling, mm-hmm. you know, the premarital counseling before you get married. I talk about all this. But Start Smart goes deeper mm-hmm. than premarital counseling. Mm-hmm. It's going to teach you everything that you need to know before you get married. Right. Questions that you would ask each other that you probably would never think about. And so anyone who's thinking about getting married or maybe you're just proposed and you're trying to find that right program or that right counselor, you can find that right here with Live the Life. And yep. it's in Tallahassee. Yep. And I, actually, I was just about to say, it's all over the state. All so, over the world. It's all over the world now. So yeah, yeah. Let's talk about exactly where those places are at really quick. You can do Start Smart anywhere because mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's literally all over the place. Yeah. And so it can, it can be done online. You, it's an online assessment that shows you, uh, it compares your answers with your, and it could be for dating couples too. Not, you don't have to be engaged. Maybe they're seriously dating, but you ask the questions and then the, the computer takes your answers and your fiance or your boyfriend, girlfriend answers that puts them together. And wherever you and your uh, the significant other disagree, uh, it's going to come up as a topic of conversation. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean we're going to use it as a hammer to beat you over the head, but hey, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this topic and, and, and ask solution-oriented questions. We don't ask why questions. Well, why do you think that? 
Why would you do it that way? Why did you answer? Because then people get defensive, right? You ask how questions. Well, how are you going to address this after you get married? How are you all going to work this out? What's your plan? What questions? How questions? Because what questions and how questions are future oriented? We're looking to the future. How are we going to address this? What is our plan to take to uh, to tackle that problem? Because that's kind of a sticking point for us. Rather than, well, why is that a sticking point? What's wrong with you? You don't do that. Right. So you get to process a lot of that. The crazy thing is a lot of issues start on something small. (laughs) Oh, oh, absolutely. Something very small. The little things get bigger. And then it explodes. (laughs) That's exactly right. All right. So adventures in marriage. I think that's the last one that we we have not. We talked about it, but what can people expect out of adventures in marriage? Well, adventures in marriage is kind of like our flagship program. That's probably the one that's gone the farthest around the world uh, because it's just a really good relationship education program mm-hmm. and it's really got so much packed into an eight or 12 hour depending on how they do it class and it's right now it's free all across the state of Florida it's free they go to aimclasses.org right A adventures in marriage mm-hmm. aimclasses.org and sign up today it's free for the next two and a half years it's free so, so there's no excuses. Yeah, there's no excuse. There's just no go, excuses. just go take it. And it teaches it teaches the skills because a lot of our programs. I mean, even in, in the Christian world, you know, there's a lot of people that mean well and they'll have great marriage videos and mm-hmm. you know seminars and all that and you know good content. But the the information's not enough. You have to show people how to do it. You have to operationalize the scripture. You know, yes, God hates divorce. You know, yes, you know, husbands love your wives. All all those scriptures, that's all true. But to to operationalize it, how do I do it? Because you have a lot of Christians that have the scriptures memorized. Yeah. And they have terrible marriages. Because yes. they don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. They just know the knowledge, but they need they need more than that. They need the experience. So the key about adventures in marriage is it gives them the skills. As you know, it's got those practical skills that you learn how to do this. You learn how to resolve that conflict without tearing each other to shreds. Mm-hmm. You learn how to communicate in a way that's honoring. You learn how to get the negative stuff, all that nasty stuff that gets you know piled on top right. of things and then it just explodes. You learn how to take that out without it being explosive. So you, you learn these specific skills that are geared towards different things in relationships. And if you follow those things, the research is overwhelming on adventures. Lots of research is being done and has been done on it works and the reason it's so much better than all the other programs out there according to the research is because of the skills most of those marriage programs most of the most of the marriage programs in our churches across the country don't have the skills so they're not going to have the impact because you're not showing them how to do it yeah so that's the big difference that's true and so i'm gonna run through these really quick so we have hope weekend for struggling couples we have adventures in marriage for people who just really want to learn those tools before they have big problems we have start smart which is a program for those who's getting ready to get married thinking about marriage you know in that serious relationship and then we have the real essentials program which is for like high school and middle school students and we're teaching them how to have healthy um, relationships and communication and so we want to thank you so much for coming on the show so for anyone that wants to reach out to you can you say that number one more time yeah just go to live the life.org like i'm living the life live yes. the life.org <laughs> or just call us at 850-668-3700 and that's 850-668-3700 and, and yes and what i'm going to do is i'm going to actually post this information onto my youtube so those who's listening just hopped in and was like man i really want to hear this this from the beginning like i've heard so much about marriage i, I just didn't get a chance to catch it 
at all, you can hop right over to my YouTube, Zakia Robinson, and you can be able to um, view this and listen to it, take notes, and also get the information that is needed for if you are in one of these four categories. All right. Thank you again so much for coming out. I know this is, uh, took some of your time because you're oh, we very love busy. We love, we love, we love supporting <laughs> you and what you're Honor doing. We're you. very Thank proud you. of you. We're Thank very you. proud of you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And until next time, everyone, this is Zakia Robinson with Be The Light. I'm no longer bound. I'm no longer chained. I'm no longer captive. No longer restrained. Delivered, set free, and free to be me. Let me introduce myself. Thank you so much for tuning in to Be The Light. If you are looking for a life coach or maybe you're looking for some inner healing, please visit BeTheLight.Live. Again, that is BeTheLight.Live. And you can also follow us on YouTube for a replay of this show at Zakia Robinson. Be blessed. My name is Freedom.